Ladies and gentry, with Adrianosaurus, the coach of Rapanorama, round 15 is here, as I alluded to with the old song there, which was really hard to do, by the way, because I'm being a bit flat at the moment, and I didn't know if I could get one out, but I did. Round 14, mate, it was an absolute disaster for me, 876 points, it's, it's, it's just so sad, really. Um, it's like almost delete team sort of stuff, unfortunately, but I'm going to persevere on, um, we're here into round 15 and there's a bit of carnage as well into round 15, which we'll cover on the pod. Um, where did it all go wrong for me last week? Look, I was probably fearful of this, um, following the buy round, um, you know, uh, and, and it was perfectly warranted because I had just disasters left, right and center, um, you know, and and I, you know, I obviously Cleary was the cherry on top um, with the captaincy and going down with the hamstring. Um, I had uh, Cody as my VC, and I was really tempted to loop him. May he gets robbed on the old try assist. Honestly, all these scorers that are giving him to the center there um, for just a basic basic catch and pass, I'd like them to actually go and send a DM to Cody Walker telling him that they weren't his try assists, eh? Because I bet you'd get a nice response. They're his try assists. Um, I got beaten by 500 in some of my um, head-to-heads, and I went down like 4,000 spots on the ladder. I'm into 7,000, so all the good work that I'd done has just gone down the gurgler, uh, unfortunately. Yeah, look, I was probably going bare bones, and as it was, um, you know, I lost some players. Karaz, obviously, was someone who I bought last week in preparations for this week. Yeah, he hasn't sort of been setting the world light. We did have those injury concerns, but he's done a fresh injury, so I lost him. He wasn't one that I could reverse, unfortunately. Croker, thanks to you, Ricky Stewart, giving him a rest. Well, it's good because I want to be going down to Canberra to watch that game, a sellout and a big Viking clap for our captain. Toots, his 300th is going to be terrific, but I lost him as well. Sonny Luke, even though he's been scoring like dog shit, um, he was um, left out of their team as well. Uh, so yeah, look, you know, there was a few things that sort of went wrong for me and obviously, um, you know, I would have been much, much closer to, you know, a decent score if I'd have looped um, Cody Walker. But what you can, what, what you're going to do, eh? I mean, you can't really predict for that sort of stuff with Cleary. And he was off to a pretty good start and it looked like he might have been on um, for a good score. So, look, we know he's going to be out for an extended period of time and there's implications, obviously, for Origin there. Um, a lot of us will probably just be looking at somebody like Mitch Moses, for instance, because we get good buy coverage with him. He's averaging really well for the season, but, I mean, he's got to be one of the front runners to take over that spot uh, in Origin as well. So, I mean, can you do it this week is the real question on that. So, look, um, I'm going to dust myself off after last week. 
yeah, 7,000 isn't, um, you know, ideal for me on the ladder. I thought I'd be making ground in these buys. But um, look, as much as I sucked last week, I can have a good week again um, and get myself back up on the ladder. And it's just the nature of Supercoach. Um, if, as the song said, please be nice to me, cuz. I just um, want a good week this week, but I'm not I'm not untouched as well for some carnage as well. So we'll go through the team list. Um, I'll have a look at what the trade trends are and give you my two cents um, on those and what I think uh, are the best trade-ins this week. With a mind's eye into origin and sort of buys and, and coverage, that's got to be the big focus for a lot of us um, moving forward. Um, I'll go over the games uh, as they stand and who I like for VCs and Cs, which is pretty tough now when you lose, you know, a, a Cleary out of there and um, you lose your trail types. Um, it could be tough. Um, and also I'll have a look at what I'm planning for my trades um, this week and how my numbers sort of look. Um, and, and and that'll be the show. I'm sorry that I haven't done a podcast in a while. Um, just haven't really been feeling it, unfortunately. I've been a bit of a downer. Um, I've done me back in as well, but luckily today I, I got off to the doctors and got some pretty bloody strong pain meds. So here I am, uh, first potty in a while. I've been getting lots of messages from people saying we love you, Ado, and we can't wait to have you back. So I just thought um, I'd get something out for TLT to, to sort of dip my toes back in, and here we go. Let's go through the teams um, and the games, and I'll give you my tips for the winners in those games uh, next. In the first one, we've got the Gold Coast Titans up against the West Tigers. Um, the outs for the Gold Coast Titans are Keeney, um, Fafida on the wing, um, Randall uh, and David Fafida, which is an absolute bloody knife in the back. Um, we got, what, 16 points of whatever he played next to no minutes last week backing up from Origin. Uh, and apparently it's like, can, um, you know, delayed concussion s- symptoms. When? In the couple of minutes he had on field? I don't know. Um, but he is absolutely a number that um, a lot of us would have been planning for this week. A lot of us with the high break, even after last week's score, were probably teetering on, do we sell him over the Origin period? And obviously with him out this week, he probably lends himself to absolutely a sell at his value and with that high break even. But, I mean, in my case, I plan on never selling him because I don't really have the spare trades. Um, and look, a lot of us have lost other players like your Clearies or, you know, Murray or Trell, whatever. We've got other things that we've got to sort of sort out as well. Um, but yeah, I think that that probably means over this origin period, he is a sell. Um, you know, you want to probably plan to get him back in because he's been an absolute weapon. Um, but that's probably going to make a, a decision a lot easier for people this week who were sort of teetering on, do I hold him or do I just, you know, um, sell him because he's got that high break even in an origin campaign. Um and he's, he's out this week. So that really stings um, numbers for teams. I think a lot of people are going to be really scraping the barrel unless you're lucky, you know, and you've got really good depth. But um, ins are going to be AJ Brimson's going to come back in. That's a big in for them. Kelly's going to come back in as well. Leeming's going to come in onto the bench. Jermaine Jolliffe is going to come in on the bench as well. Sammy, who's really sort of handy there on the centers and the wings, he's going to go from the center to the wing. Um, Isaac Fasu Malawi is going to go from the front row um, to the bench. Tino uh, Fasu Malawi is going to go from the bench um, to the front row. And uh Verils, who came back last week, is going to go from the bench uh, into the hooker. Um, so, yeah, the big implications in there, I guess, um, you know, I've got to be David for feeder for people um, and, you know, do with it what you may. I don't even think I can move him um, because I don't have the spare trades and I've got to, you know, I could get rid of him too, another player in value, but I don't even know if I've got the trades to be able to get him back at the end of the Origin campaign. So yeah, it is a, um, you know, it's a pain in the ass and it's a less than perfect sort of solution. But um, if you're in the position to do it, I would probably recommend moving him on with that high break even. And when he comes back, he'll probably play limited minutes like he did last week um, post an Origin and might lose a, a stack of money um, you know, and the, you could get him back for, you know, logically we think we're going to get him back for a lot cheaper um, because we saw last week even Tino after a big origin game got way more minutes than Fafita. So um, there you go. Uh, over to the West Tigers, um, we've got Jake Simpkin is going to go from hooker to the bench and Appy is going to go from the bench to the hooker. Um, those are the only changes in there for them. Um, 
I reckon here it's going to be played at Seabus. Um, I'm going to actually go a bit of an upset here, and I think the Tigers um, are going to get this win. I, I just um, the Titans are sort of up and down, and look on their day, I think that they can really produce. I think they are better at home as well, but I'm kind of liking what um, the Tigers are getting themselves to a little bit. And um, you know that Jareem Buller in the old fullback. I think that Johnny Bateman starting to warm up. Um, yeah, so I'm going to tip the um, Tigers in this one. Um, moving on, we've got our Canberra Raiders up against the Warriors there in Canberra. Ado's going to be there. Look for me on the coverage. I'm forcing the misses to go along, actually. Um, it's going to be two degrees in Canberra. I was supposed to get uh, Brent from the BJ on game day. He was going to come with me to the game. He's a big, big fella like me, so we would have handled the cold. And Kim was just going to stay in the hotel and get a nice massage or something like that. But um, Brent had to pull out, so um, we're getting Kim all of her you know, big winter jackets and we're going to get her along to the game. She's going to be there with Ado. Um, but I'm really excited to be there. Um, look, it's not going to be an easy game either because the Warriors have been going really um, well. They looked terrific last week. Um, and it's not going to be cakewalk there, but, um, you know, hopefully, because it's going to be, a, it's cost me a bloody mozza get down there to Canberra. Um, and, you know, hopefully we get the win for Tootsie's 300th. But let's have a look at the team. Uh, Harley Smith-Shields is going to go out of the team and Frawley is going to jump out. Uh, so is uh, Mariotta. Uh, in is going to be Sebastian Chris into the fullback position. Jared Croker obviously rested last week. He's going to come into the centres. And Elliot Whitehead's going to be back in the second row. Um, Nick Kotrick's going to go from the wing back to the bench. I mean, that's a bit bizarre to me, you know, but anyway, he's, out, he's on the bench. Um... Albert Hopperwadi is going to go from the centre out to the wing. Solo is going to go from the front row back to the bench. Horsburgh is going to go from the second row back to the lock. And Tuppany is going to go from the lock to the front row. So a pretty settled lineup there for the Raiders. Uh, down to the Warriors, we are going to have Rocco Berry out and Ali Lautia. Sorry, I'm really apologetic. I, I should really do some research and get the names. I know he's a relation of Lawatiti, the um, great player of the past. Uh, is that how you say it? Sorry, Anton, can you help me? Just, you know, I, I should research it and I will get it right for next time if he's picked, I promise. Um, those are the only changes there for the Warriors. I'm obviously going to tip the Raiders in this one at home for um, Crocus 300th. If they can't get up for this one, um, God help them, eh? Yeah, you know, at home. Uh, look, but I, I just think it's going to be a great game. I, I really do, because I don't think that the Warriors are going to go quietly. I think they're going to go, and they've been playing terrifically. They've got a great forward pack, I think, that matches it with um, the Raiders there. And I think maybe just on a motion, the Raiders might get the chocolates in this one. Uh, moving on, we're going to go to the Manly Seagulls up against the Dolphins. Um, Weeks is going to go out. Parker's going to go out. Cooper Johns is going to go out. And Arthur's going to go out. Tom Travojevic, he's managed to scale. What is this 11-day stand-down? It means nothing because you've got Reed Marnie being named this week. He looked like he was knocked into Disneyland. And Travojevic, mate, cat one, but he's he's free to go this week. I mean, go figure, eh? Um, anyway, Tom Travojevic is going to go into fullback. Tupolotto is going to go on the wing. Telly Deli Cherry Evans is going to go into halfback. Uh, and Alloy is going to come in on the bench. Um, Ruben Garrick, sadly, is going to go from the wing to the centres. And, mate, the last time I saw him in the centres and I had him in my team, it was a rubbish score. So, um, good on you, Seabold. Thanks a lot, mate, you prick. Um, Saab and uh, you got Cooler and Tupelo. I mean, just, let's just get Tupelo. He's a big lump of a thing. Let's learn, teach him how to go into the centres. I know Garrick wants to go into the centres, but, oh, God, let's hope it's – I mean – I wouldn't be buying Garrick, I tell you that much, <laughs> if he's going to be played in the centres because he didn't like what I saw last week and I'm going to have my fingers crossed that, um, you know, the score's okay. But it does, does not good signs and I can't sell him now because I've already got him uh, and, you know, I can't move him off. I've, it's not one of those moves I had made uh, plans for, so I've got to just keep him there. Um, for the Dolphins, Milford is out, Wallace is out, Teague is out, Plath is out. The hammer comes back in. Jerry Marshall King's back in. A big in for them. Uh, Falmasili is going to come into the front row. And Donahue is going to come in on the bench. Cody Nicarima is going to go from the fullback back into the 5'8". Ray Stone is going to go from the hooker to the lock. Obviously, Gilbert is out for the rest of the year, picking up that injury um, in origin. Uh, and Herman SASA is going to go from the front row to the bench. Um, this is a bit of a tight one. I think um, with the entry of uh, Tommy Tur 
turbo in there. I'm going to tip the Manly uh, Seagulls in this one. Look, I think the Dolphins um, are really having a good year. I think that they... Uh, Jerry Marshall King's a big in for them as well, but it's time for Manly to, to produce, I reckon. Um, you know, now's the time. And I, I reckon at home there, they're going to just stand up for this game. Um over to the St. George Illawarra Dragons up against the South Sydney Rabbitohs. We've got DeBellin out. Um, he obviously had a bad um, head knock last week. He got stretched off. Um, he's somebody that I had in my team as well. Um, so not only did I get the shit score last week, no, you know, there's more important things than super coaching scores. Um, but he's out this week, obviously. Um, you know, I don't think he was going to be skating on the old HIA rules. Um, Zane Musgrove's going to come in on the bench. Ben Murdoch Masilla is going to go from the bench to starting lock again. Don't you love it? Ben Murdoch Masilla just keeps on keeping on. He's not ever scoring well, though. Although I will say Jack Bird is in the 21, and I reckon he probably comes back in, and then Murdoch Masilla might even go out of the team altogether. Who knows? But just keep an eye on that. Um, I certainly wouldn't be playing um, Ben Murdoch Masilla. Um, but if you're a Jack Bird owner, um, hopefully. Um, you get him back in because a number this week would be really valuable, wouldn't it? Uh, over to the South Sydney Rabbitohs, um, Jai Arrow obviously picked up that bad ankle injury. Murray with his groin is out as well. Jed Cartwright's going to come in on the bench. Saliva Havili is going to come in on the bench. Uh, and Shaq Mitchell's going to go from the bench um, to the lock. Now, um, look, you, you've lost a couple of really good... Um, players from that team obviously we've got no trell who was um out as well uh, and you've lost a couple of big names there in arrow and murray but i'm still going to say um they get the job done this week the south sydney rabbitohs but i would not put it past st george to get up for this one um you know they obviously they've had some you know setbacks there with losing the coach and and all that sort of stuff they got dudded last week by the old officials um, yeah, do I do an upset? I mean, who have they got in there? Yeah, oh, no, no. I don't know. Should I tip the dragons? Should I tip the dragons? Dragons, dragons, dragons versus the... Ra- no, I want to... All right, I want to tip the dragons. I want to tip the dragons. Um, with those outs, I reckon they're going to get up for this game. They're going to be shitty about last week and they're going to get up for the game. Um, the Brisbane Broncos up against the Newcastle Knights at Suncorp. We have got Jesse Arthurs out. I think he's been doing a pretty good job on the wing. Uh, and Selwyn Corbo is going to come back into the team. Um, very settled lineup there for the Broncos. Um, they're looking pretty good to me. The Newcastle Knights, it's going to be Jack Johns out. Um, and Tyson Frizzell is going to come back in. Um, and Kurt Mann is going to come in on the bench. Um, I'm going to tip the Broncos in this one. Uh, yeah, I'm just going to tip the Broncos in this one. Um, they got the job done against uh, the Sharks away last week um, with all those players backing up as well. Um, they're looking pretty bloody good, the Broncos, so I want to give them the uh, chocolates in that one. Uh, the Roosters here, ordinarily this would be a bloody good game. The Roosters up against the Penrith Panthers, although you know they've lost a big name, haven't they, in Cleary, the old Panthers. Um, for the Roosters, we're going to have Suwali, Suwali'i out. He raised his knee there and got some weeks on it. Um, Daniel Tupu is going to come in on the wing. He's back. Um, Corey Allen's going to go from the wing to the centre in there. Um, over for the Penrith Panthers, you've got Nathan Cleary going out. Um, so you're going to have uh, Cogger is going to go from the bench into halfback and Salmon's going to come in on the bench. Um, in this one here, I reckon... Um, I'm going to tip the Roosters. I'm going to tip the Roosters. Um, mainly because I think they need it as well. Um, the Roosters, they've been going like a bit of a busted. Um, Teddy was good again, uh, was good last week. I think responding to the criticism of um, Origin and stuff, uh, I think that the Panthers are really strong. If it was at Penrith, for instance, I would be tipping them. Um, but I'm going to just say that loss of Cleary and, you know, those, um, you know, Roosters really needing a win. Um, I'm going to tip them to get the chocolates in this one. I'm going to a few sort of half upsets, aren't I? Because, you know, that's the Penrith Panthers, isn't it? Top of the ladder. So I'm going to tip the Roosters to come good. Um, Melbourne Storm up against the Cronulla Sharks. is probably game of the round, I reckon. Um, for the Melbourne Storm, Olam's going to go out of the team and Tarek Sins is going to come in on the bench. Grant Anderson was on the bench. He's going to go in and fill in in the centres there. Uh, for the Cronulla Sharks, Hazleton's going to go out of the team and Cam McGuinness is going to come back into the team. Um, this is Melbourne. Um, where are they playing them? At Amy Park. So I'm going to tip the Melbourne Storm in this one. 
they were pretty wretched, the Storm, last week. And it seems like they've just lost a bit of the magic, the power, the the aura that the Storm are. And, you know, I just haven't really loved their energy. Um, Harry Grant in his 50th last week, normally they do those milestones really well. Um, I'm sort of just tipping bounce back weeks. I know the Sharks lost as well last week to the Broncos. So both of these teams are going to be um, up for this game. I just reckon it's a hard old road, road trip, isn't it, down to Amy Park in Melbourne. So I'm going to just tip one of them to have the bounce back, and that's the Melbourne Storm for me. Um, Canterbury Bulldogs up against the Parramatta Eels. Um, Blake Wilson uh, is out of the team. Ryan Sutton is out. Um, Jacob Carraz is in um, after hyperextending last week. But I hear some mail off Gus there that he's obviously going to have to prove his fitness at the captain's run and stuff. So fingers crossed, eh? Because Ado needs numbers this week. Um, Patolo is going to go out as well. Tavita Pangai is going to go um, from the lock to the front row. Harrison Edwards is going to go from the bench um, to lock. Um, oh, I was thinking of selling him too, Edwards. I'm going to have to sort of have a bit of a fiddle. and Because, um, look, when he gets decent minutes in at lock, he actually scores pretty well, that Edwards. Just wasn't as many minutes off the bench. Um, so, yeah, I'll have a think about it. But, look, um, you know, Karaz will be a nice in for people if you did have him and you lost him last week. Um, and, you know, maybe Harrison Edwards bench to lock. Maybe he gets a little bit more of a life in him um, for those that were thinking he was maxing out. Um Parramatta Eels, uh, Wiramu Greg is out of the team. Joe is uh, Joe O is out, uh, and Moretti is out. Regan Campbell Gillard is going to make his return. So is Junior Paulo. So the the whole you know, their main front row is back in, which is, a, is some big ins. Um, and Davey's going to go out of the second row. Um, oh, hang on, what is, what's he doing? Davey, oh, so Davey's coming back in because he was out, wasn't he, for the HIO or something. He's going to come back into the second row. Matt Dury is going to go from the second row back to the bench. Uh, important to know that Dillbags has been named. A lot of us are sort of sitting on that because um, he's got his court case on the Wednesday. I know it's still pending whether he's, um, you know, one of the people that could be considered for the no-fault stand-down. Um, we'll know more tomorrow, but obviously that'll be a blow for teams if he is stood down. Uh, obviously he becomes an automatic sell, but we don't really want to sell our um, Parramatta Eels. They're covering all the buys, and Dillbag is one of the premium options you can have in um, in your 5.8. So they have named him. Um, I've seen pictures of him at training and all. Um, it's all going to hinge on what happens um, probably in this court case tomorrow, and then we'll see what the NRL comes down with. Um, you know, if, uh, say, you're a Raz owner and a brown owner like me, and then uh, both of those guys don't make it, we're scroogeed, you know, to put it uh, lightly. But um, that's one obviously you've got to keep your eye on. Um, look, if you weren't going to go him uh, in the 5 8, for me, it could even be something like getting Manu up into 5 8 and bringing in a meanie or something down in, um, you know, in the centers because, uh, you, you know, Munster's obviously out there on to origin. You know, you're really sold on a Ponger or a Burton time. Burton might even be a chance for origin. So it's really hard to sort of make a decision in there. Um, a lot of people talking about um, uh, Mitch Moses, and obviously we've lost a Cleary out of our teams. I'm a, I'm a Cleary owner. Um, yeah, I'd love to get Mitch um, because he's averaging 70-plus this year. He's been very, very good. Um, he covers all the buys as well, which is really handy. You sort of pump a, an eel in there who's got the great buy coverage, although... Um, you know, I'm hearing quotes that maybe he's a front runner <laughs> to get that origin spot. And look, um, if we're giving people sort of best plans, or maybe you just sit on Cleary for a week. He's not going to lose any value. You wait till those origin teams are picked and, and, and you jump on a Mitch Moses. Um, for me to be able to do the trades and get the numbers up this week, maybe I do the, the Cleary trade and I go to someone like Sean Johnson or someone like that. Now, that doesn't cover all of the buyers, no, but it is quite a bit cheaper and, and Sean... SJ's been going like a champion as well. So, um, look, people who are partial to a Mitch Moses, obviously I reckon the best advice is to go wait a week and see if he gets picked in that origin because I'm hearing little whispers that he's definitely up there as one of the options. It'd really sting if you brought him in and then off he goes um, to origin. Um, who am I going to tip in this one? I think I'm going to probably go the Parramatta Eels uh, in that one. I just think um, the Dogs, you know, they, are, they, they go okay at times. Um, but I think that those eels now with that front row back in there, they should get good uh, punch forward. Um, you know, I think people like Mitch Moses, who if as soon as there's a whisper that they're a chance for origin, I think we'll probably see the absolute best out of Mitch um, this week. So those are my tips for um, 
uh, Ari, uh, for the games and, and all the ins and outs. Hopefully the carnage avoided you mostly. For me, it's going to be, um, you know, I lose DeBellin and I lose um, Fafida, which stings a bit. Um, obviously, I've lost Cleary as well because he's injured and, you know, potentially Carraz and Brown. So I could be losing a whole bunch if things don't land nicely for me. Um, let's go and have a look at the traded in and out. I'll give you my two cents on those. Um, and, yeah, we'll move on. Alrighty, the number one traded out player. It's no big surprise at all, is it? It's Nathan Cleary, um, 33.2%. You've got to get rid of this bloke at 857000 It looks like it's um, six weeks for him. Um, obviously, that's a real blow for New South Wales, um, for Origin as well, going up to Suncorp and having to save the series. Um, I Yeah, you've got to move him, haven't you? Um, look, like I said, if you're looking at somebody like a Moses, I'd be waiting a week. Um, but it's a lot of value there as well, and people might not have the luxury of uh, doing that. Um, I agree with that one 100%. Um, number two on the list is Dillbags. He is worth 815000 5.7% of people getting rid of him. I mean, surely you're just going to wait and see what happens. You don't move Dillbags at all. If he's free to play, he's been named in the team. Um, look, the charges, I don't know how it all works. There's five charges, you know, for alleged things. I don't know what the sentence is. I don't know that the NRL has um, the ability to overrule that, um, even if it's not like that 11 years or whatever it's said. But look, you just wait and see. If he goes to his thing and then, you know, the NRL comes back and says, no, we're not going to um, suspend him. Um, I would not be moving him for a million bucks, would I, um, Dillbag? So that's just a bit premature. I think people just moving the horse before the cart. Um, Dillbags is not a sell if he's free to play. I guess people are probably just assuming he's not going to be free to play, but um, I'm going to be having my bloody fingers crossed, aren't I? And I'm going to hope he, he is free to play. Um, number three on this is Cam Murray, um, that groin injury. Look, Cam's only worth 502000 He's lost a monstrous 250000 Break even is 88. Um, um, absolutely, I think you move him. He's um, going to be touch and go for Origin, but um, and, you know that groin. I think is, it means move move him now. Um, there's a lot of good options in there who are starting to fire up in your you know Batemans and your Kaloma Tungies in the same team, uh, and I think that it's a good move for people to get rid of him now. Uh, number four on the list is Tom Gilbert. Um, he's been good this year. Uh, he's uh, obviously done a season ender uh, there in the old shoulder. Um, nothing needs to be said about that. You move him. On uh, Dave Fafita, we talked about it. Um, he's worth eight hundred ninety-seven thousand. Rested this week, um, and he's got to go obviously into Origin as well. The break-even is one hundred and forty-nine. So to me, none of the nuts and bolts. Um, says you do hold him. Um, look, if you if you can't move him like me, I don't have any boost. If you had a boost, I'd be moving David Fafita on. When he comes back, he's going to be up against a monstrous break even, um, and the likelihood is he's going to probably be managed on minutes as well. So um, he could stand to lose quite a bit of money. So... Um, if if I had the luxury of doing it, um, look, you know, maybe you move Fafita this week instead of Nathan Cleary, who's not going to lose value, you know. Um, so maybe you just prioritise it because obviously Cleary, um, well, Dave's not going to lose it this week, is he? Um, because he's not going to be playing this week. So neither of those guys are urgent. Um, but like I said, when Cleary comes back, he's up against a 112. Um, and, you know, you, he's out for six weeks, isn't he? So um, you're going to see David Fafita probably quicker than you do um, Cleary and you're going to have to make a decision then. So um, I just reckon people are using that, but nearly 900,000. He's been terrific this year, Dave Fafita. Uh, in my case, if I move him on, I'd love to go to someone like Bateman um, and, you know, Dave comes back and he gets managed like he was last week. The scores are 20. You get Dave at an absolute discount for him, but I just don't have the free trades to be sort of doing that. Um, as long as I can get three playable options in my second row forward, um, I might be Forced to hold, and that's the the price you pay. I think for um, burning those trades, I reckon um, you just can't. You, you know, you got these ones where you're like, well, even though there are that that enormous break even is not going to make a difference to me because I'm just going to hold him for the rest of the year. You know, and I think you want to finish your year with Dave Fafita, and that's why I can't sell him because I don't have the luxury of the trades to do it. Uh, it just means that people are going to have the advantage of hopefully getting him for seven hundred thousand or six fifty thousand, and they're going to get Fafita at a cheaper price than they ever probably deserve to get him uh, because of those minutes last week. Um, you know, he stands to, um, you know 
going to come in a, a bit cheaper for people to get him right for the run uh, home. Uh, number six on the list is Zach Hosking. Um, 490000 he's worth. So, you know, he's really started to lose value um, that he made in the early doors. Um, look, the thing with him, he just looks a bit sort of meat and potatoes, doesn't he? Um, look, he played 64 minutes um, last week, 63 minutes the week before. 31 the week before that and a 68. It's not 80 minutes anymore. Um, I think, like, obviously, Liam Martin sort of coming back into that team. Um, you know, there's sort of a lot of people that can sort of take minutes, I guess. And um, the scoring hasn't really been there. I think with you, you take Cleary out as well out of that team. Maybe they sort of suffer a little bit on attack. Um, he's up against uh, a pretty big... Oh, 62 is sort of his limit, isn't he? Um, look, if you had other things you could, you needed to do more pressingly, um, I reckon you could do something else. Um, but people, if you were, you know, not touched by these for feeders and, and Debellons and you got some freedom this week, yeah, move him on because he's not going to hurt you. <laughs> you know, it started really well, didn't it? A couple of first couple of games, he was a bit of a mirage because there hasn't been the scoring that we, um, you know, we hoped we like that he was possibly going to be a, you know, like a Hopgood type one. No, he's not. Um, number seven on the list is Billy Smith. Um, he was a bit of a bloody mirage, wasn't he, as well? He's done this to people every friggin' year, hasn't he? Because he's looked like he's had um, talent up the yin-yang. Um, and he started with a 71 and an 80, but then it's been a 24 and a 37 um, since then. Um, look, it's a luxury move, I guess, if you if you need to move him. I was worth 386. Maybe I can get rid of him instead of um, Harrison Edwards, who looks like he's going to start this week up against the Penrith Panthers and a break even of 60 with Billy Smith. Um, again, it's one of those ones um, you, you're, you've got to think about, you know, is it you, you sell a Mawali. You, I've got a Braden Willie Army who I thought was the best chance ever to start this week, and he's not. So um, Billy Smith's definitely sellable, I think, because um, what we saw for those first two games, you know, we're going to see that, you know, regularly enough. I don't think so. And the Roosters don't look the greatest. Um, number eight on the list is Jack DeBell, and obviously he's going to miss out this week as well. Um, he's got a break even of 105 as well, so that's enormous, isn't it, for when he does come back? How long is he going to be out as well? Um, he was stretched off, um, and you do want him, um, you know, available for the other buy that he's going to be free for, which is what, let's have a look, um, is the round... 19 or 19 by um look it is a huge break even again people are selling this week you know i'm going to sell cleary and i'm going to sell a, a tiny piece you know like a edwards or someone like that so um yeah he's going to probably lose money as well but i was probably happy to hold him for mostly the rest of the year you know as a sort of third you know having there as a third front row so um, but I understand people getting rid of him. He's got decent enough value at 624000 Um, And obviously, he's going to be out this week. And we don't even know um, whether next week's going to be a go as well. Um, he's up against a, a, a ton, you know, break even. So I reckon it's a pretty good move. Uh, number nine on this is Isaiah Katoa. Um, he's worth 307000 Um, He's up against a 39 break even. And Manly Seagulls are the team this week. Um, look, the last three weeks, it's been a 7, a 31, and a 26. And unfortunately... Unfortunately, um, he's not really been a slam dunk sort of dynamic um, cheapy, has he? He's only worth the 307000 So people might have him in Dillbags, for instance, in their 5.8, um, or he might be your backup to Cleary. So people are having to do something. Um, and, yeah, he, there's there's no way he's going to be somebody that you regret selling. Uh, number 10 on the list is Tyrone Peachy. Obviously, he's dropped out of the team. Um, he was good for a while there, wasn't he, Tyrone? He's made 163000 so uh, he's worth 452000 now. He's not selected this week, and I agree with it. Um, look, I really don't think there's too much wrong on that list. Obviously, I say wait on Dillbags, personally, uh, and a lot of the other ones, um, you know, in the case of Billy Smith, Jack DeBell, and they make sense to sell, but I'm not in a luxury position to be able to do it. But I, you know, I totally um, agree with it um, for trades. Now let's have a look at the people that um, are being traded in uh, and let's discuss. Now the number one traded in player is Mitchie Moses. 13.1% of people bringing him in. I cannot get around this one. You know why? Because um, it really just, isn't it just so super coach that he's going to get picked for origin? Um, you know, they'll probably put him beside Luai. He's got, I reckon, a really exceptional kicking game. I think him and A-Ray, Adam Reynolds, are probably the best kicking game, pardon me, to replicate sort of what Cleary can do with the boot. Um, but Mitch, you know, he, he could be 
just for that kicking, you know, the exceptional kicking that can do get you out of trouble and do the long kicking game. Um, I reckon he's a he's got to be a rough chance. And even like listen, I think it was a quote like um, from Fitler that you know Moses is in there with a big chance. So um, are you going to bring him in um, only to lose him off to Origin? Um, Seven hundred sixty thousand a year, so he's obviously a little bit of a saving on Cleary. Yes, he'd be probably the most um, alluring option, I guess, for teams. But you just don't do it this week. You know, and make other trades and, and wait and see if he does get picked for Origin. If he doesn't get picked for Origin, do the trade next week um, because you're locked in that you've got him as a player. It just seems like something that's fraught and f- with disaster, I reckon, because he could be picked um, to go into that Origin team. Number two on the list is Sean Johnson. Um, obviously, he is having a ripping year. 11.6% of people moving on to him. Now, he's up against the 36 break even. Um, I know that he likes playing against the Raiders too. He averages, uh, what does he average against uh, the Raiders is 62. Um, it's going to be a tough one, obviously, against the Raiders uh, for a big milestone like... Um, you know, Toots in his 300th. But um, look, he's going to be there for one of the next... Uh, he's obviously not going to be there in 16, but he'll be there in the last buy as well. Um, maybe that's the safer pick for people, you know, than going a Mitch Moses. Um, that's sort of where I'm leaning as well, just sort of just taking the one buy because um, I can play him, obviously, this week. Um, he's got a pretty achievable break even. He's been going uh, exceptionally well this year. Um, and he's a good 120000 cheaper um, than Mitch Moses as well. So that allows me to make the moves that I want um, with my sort of mid-price player instead of having to sell an expensive one. Um, number three on the list is Nicholas Hines, Nico Hines. Um, so people are just bringing him back in. Um, you know, there's a chance that Nico doesn't get picked for Origin. Um, he got obviously very limited minutes in there, but there also is a chance that he's the guy that replaces um, Cleary in Origin as well. So people are grabbing him this week for the Melbourne Storm. Um, look, I really think you probably want um, Nico Hines back in your team at some point, but you're going to bring him in against the Melbourne Storm um, with a 107 break even. Oh, I mean, you know, well, guess people are losing Cleary, aren't they? So they're like, well, I might as well just pull the trigger now on Hines because I just reckon Hines has obviously got to be a chance to take Origin um, off Cleary and so is Mitch Moses. So those two guys there, I just don't know if I'd be moving them in. You know, in the case of Mitch, it's a break-even of 14. So um, if you want to take the gamble and grab him now because he's going to be a bit more expensive, isn't he, um, after this week up against the Bulldogs. So... If he comes out and plays this week, um, maybe he gets out of your price budget, I guess. But um, I don't really understand getting Nico now. Um, you know, if you know why are you getting Nico now? It's a hard matchup. He's up against a big break even, and he's got to be right up in the top you know, pile of people that is going to get picked uh, for Origin. I just don't get him. Sean Johnson's the only one in there that sort of says to me it's a, obviously a safe pick. Um, Kaloa Matangi is number four on the list. 5% people bringing him in. Um, you know, we see Murray on the old sell list as well. It's up against the 42 break even. He's been going really well this year. Um, tunned up last week, um, Kaloa Matangi. Um, he's had a couple of low ones in there as well, but I really feel like he's uh, warming up. Obviously, with the names that they've sort of lost out of there as well, um, I think that this week he'll probably, they'll look for him out there. Um, up against the St. George Illawarra Dragons. But um, look, is he a chance for Origin? I'd be personally bringing Kaloa Watangi into my team if I was looking at origin. Um, but look, he's one of the good options. People are going to be getting rid of Fafida and stuff. And, um, you know, uh, he's a risk I know. If, if he did go off to origin, it'd hurt. But it's not going to hurt in the way like a, a Moses or a Hines does because they're taking up those small spots in your team where there's only two players to choose from in, in halfback. Whereas if you lose Kaloa Matangi, um, you know, it's like me losing Fafita this week. You lose Kaloa Matangi, you know, and you hopefully got some depth in there to cover him. Uh, and I think he's one of the good options to bring in. I like this bloke, um, number five on the list as well. Sean Bateman, um, 642000 People are bringing him in um, to the tune of 4.8%. Johnny has warmed up, I'll tell you that much. He's got 11 break-even this week. I think he might have some joy there against the Titans as well. Um, the last two weeks, he's been an 88 and a 102. Uh, and John Bateman plays um, all of the remaining buys. He's going to be there for the six... He's going to be there for the, the remaining buys in the games after as well. So... Um, Kaloa Matangi, I think he's an origin chance. I don't think he covers... Does he cover all the buys if he doesn't get picked for origin? Let me have a look. Uh, no, they're not there for 16. So I guess I'm saying I prefer John Bateman. 642,000, grab a Johnny. 
um, because he's going to be there for the rest of it. Now, no buys for them for the for the rest of the year, I don't think. Um, so, yeah, he, he's somebody that I really am considering this week. Uh, I am a bit skinny in the old second row forward as well. So um, I think now's the time on John, and I really support it. Um, number six on this is Cody Walker. Um, there's been a few calls for Cody to go off to Origin, isn't there? Um, 87 uh, is his break-even. Cody, um, he's lost a lot of his friends out of that South Sydney Rabbitohs team in Murray, um, Latrell. Um, so it's going to be the Cody show, isn't it? He finished on 100 even last week, which is an absolute bloody robbery because he, he was... He, he deserved two more try assists in there, um, you know, and the super coach scoring is fucked, excuse the language, because um, these catch and pass centers, the try assist is, is Cody Walker, and he was stiffed on two of them, I reckon. So, um, but look, he's a really good um, probably VC or C this week of, we've lost a few of the options in there, but he could go large against Saint, uh, the South, uh, St. George Dragons this week, Cody Walker. He's got to be a rough chance for Origin. Maybe they go Reynolds and Cody Walker. You know, there's a possibility that they do that. But um, look, I think it's worth the risk. You know, I, I kind of lean towards maybe they want to hold Luai and not mess it up too much. And they'll either put a Moses in there, you know, or a Hines is my sort of guess. So I think it's a pretty safe safe enough bet to to risk um, grabbing in Cody Walker. And people are probably moving on dill bags, which I don't think you should um, unless we hear news otherwise. But uh, I think you might be safe going to Cody Walker and, and, you know, get a VC or something that I need this week because he could go large against the Dragons. Uh, number seven on the list is Britton Nakora. Um, people are probably getting rid of Dave for feeder. Um, and Nakora's having an absolute ripping year. He's got a break in of 90 um, this week. But he's scoring exceptionally well. Um, his lowest score of the year was the first round of 46. Um, and then he jumps up to a 54 straight after that and then a 58. Um, that's really good scoring if those are his lowest three scores. Um, he runs a terrific line. Um, and I really think he's won uh, at 702 that might have got away from a few people, um, unfortunately, for Price. But now, um, with moving for feeder on and stuff, uh, I reckon that Nakora is a really good person to be bringing into your team. Uh, number eight on the list is Jareem Bula. Um, people bringing him in. He's made a nearly 400K. He's made $369,000. Um, he's got a minus 56 break even. So a lot of people will say to you, um, oh, you've lost all of his cheap price and you didn't get him while he was cheap. It's still a minus 56. So if he strolls onto that park to, uh, this week uh, and he scores an 80, he's going to make a hundred plus thousand dollars. And it's as simple as that. It's not too late to grab him. Like I said, in case of John Bateman, he's got really good coverage um, for all of the remainder of the year. Uh, so I reckon you can bring him in because he's really done um, well in the last couple of weeks and the break even is exceptionally low uh, negative wise and you can really um, stand to make more money um, off him. And he's a strong play in your teams as well. Um, uh, number nine on this is Tino Fasul Malawi. He's obviously going to go off to Origin. Um, he's got a break even of 31. So why are we grabbing him? I just don't get it. Um, well, he has turned up in the last couple of weeks, hasn't he? 108, 103. So he's been going really well. And the two weeks before that was an 88 and a 70. Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, look, he doesn't play 16 as well. So he's got the West Tigers this week, which could be a good matchup. He's off to Origin. Um, then he's going to be backing up against the Broncos. Um Coach obviously showed that he plays in good minutes, and I think Tino does back up really well. Um, he's worth 769000 I just don't know if I'd grab him. Um, maybe he's someone you want, I guess, for finish the year, but you just, you're grabbing him now for uh, in a period where he's not going to be having, you know, you don't get the best out of him. You will this week, obviously. Um, maybe people just getting him now and saying, I've got the, the depth, um, you know, for him for the origin round. Um, and, and he's a safe enough bet because, you know, up, backing up, he, he still gets played for good minutes. Yeah, so, all right, well, it's fine. He's, he's actually going really well. What's his average for the year, Tino? He's got to be right up there, isn't he? He's averaging 73.7. <sighs> yeah, Tino. Tino. Yeah, so people might be getting rid of Dave going over to Tito. Um, number 10 on this is Nick Meany. Um, 1.8% uh, people bringing him in. He's up against the Sharks this week. Break even is 53. Nick Meany's just car uh, casually getting along at 73.8 um, for the year, which is exceptional um, scoring. Last week he scored an 86, um, and they looked dreadful, the Melbourne Storm. 
Um, so look, I really, um, you know, I regretted not getting Meany at a point in the year, um, you know, and maybe he could be on the cards for me uh, this week, um, just to sort of pump up that center wing. Um, look, the thing about Meany too is, um, obviously his goal kicking, we don't think Paps is going to come back in a hurry. Look, he hasn't really got a huge, huge ceiling on him, has he? Um, we've got a couple of tons this year, 103 and a 117, um, but he's really safe, isn't he? You know, anyone who's averaging 70, uh, in the centers, you can really... <laughs> You know, get a slice of if you can. Um, and he's worth 683000 So um, with Nick Meany, he's not going to be available for all of the buyers, is he? Because the Melbourne Storm, um, they will cover the first one, but not the, the last one. Um, so you won't get all of the buyers out of Meany. Um, but yeah, I like it. I like everybody on that list, to be honest, um, except for Mitch Moses and Nicholas Hines. Um, because Moses has obviously got to be a chance for origin, and so is Nico Hines. What's Hines' break even? 107. It just seems like, you know, you might as well just wait, not get him this week against the Melbourne Storm, you know, with 100 break even, and just wait to see what happens. If he misses origin, for instance, grab him next week, 100%. Um, and if he goes off into origin as the, the starting halfback, you know, you've dodged a bullet. Um, and I think the same on Mitch Moses as well. But um, anyway, that's my two cents on, on the traded ins and outs. Um, we'll move on to um, the VCs and Cs for the round who I could recommend. All right, let's have a look at game one. Um, you know, I wouldn't have minded um, a bit of a feeder action against the Tigers. Um, but unfortunately, we're... For Fetalis. Would you go um, a Tino against them? Look, you know, if you're looking at um, grabbing someone in, in the early rounds, you know, I don't know if I love, um, you know, a, what, you know, Sean Johnson or any sort of Raiders in there because I don't think there's a ceiling, unfortunately, in those ones. Um, you know, do you want to go Tommy Turbo against the Dolphins? If you're a Tommy Turbo owner, I'd go a VC or Tommy Turbo. Um, and look, I just don't know if you look, he's turned up in the last couple of weeks, but are you going to loop 100 from Tino? Um, so I don't like either of those first two games, Gold Coast versus the West Tigers, and I don't like the Canberra Raiders against the New Zealand Warriors. Um, I would not touch Garrick with a 10-foot pole. Um, Garrick is obviously, you know, um, not what we saw in that small sample size in the center wing, um, got the ceiling that we'd hope in there. Uh, and look, Tommy Turbo has been sort of under an injury. Look, if he puts out what he did against the Raiders, <laughs> you know, um, I reckon you getting a slice of someone with an enormous ceiling like Tommy Turbo is not a bad idea. Um, moving on to the St. George against the um, uh, Bunnies. Uh, look, it is at um, Jubilee, uh, but I don't mind, um, you know, a bit of a Cody Walker VC. Um, this is the kind of games with all of the sort of big names out. It's all going to come through Cody. The only thing I worry about is that you take Trell, um, you take Murray, you take Arrow out of that team. Um, maybe it pulls it back to a bit of a tighter sort of competition. Um, I don't have Turbo. Uh, would you go Dream Buller maybe as a VC um, if you had him? Maybe. Um, but I think maybe Cody Walker looks like a pretty good option for a VC um, to me. Um, maybe you're looking for a safe sort of captain. Um, I think that if you go, um, you know, a Payne Hass or um, a Walsh, you know, even though Walsh has been sort of um, up and down, I think against the Knights at home um, to Suncorp, I'd be very happy to go one of the VCs in those early games and grab a slice of a Broncos Hass um, or, or, or Walsh. I think there's a, a, you know, Hass is safety, you know, and I think Walsh is safety enough for at least a 70 as well. So you can take a flutter on a Tommy Turbo in to a Hass slash Walsh. Um, look, after what we saw from Teddy last week, would you go uh, and captain him against a, a Cleary-less um, Penrith Panthers? I don't know. Um, I'm certainly not going to go Joey Manu after last week um, against the Penrith Panthers. And um, you've got to sort of believe that Teddy's sort of started to hit his straps and warm up for the year as well. Um, he looked really good last week to me. Um, just the support play was right there, wasn't it? He was there. Every time there was a break or sort of a, anything, he was right there bobbing up on the inside, outside. Um, and oh, look, if I had a Teddy, I'd probably go, you know, one of these other ones for a VC and be very happy to maybe put it on um, Teddy, even though it is against the Penrith Panthers. Um, you know, you've got to say that they go down at least a rung against, um, you know, the Roosters at home for the Roosters with no Penrith, uh, Cleary. Um, Melbourne Storm against um, the uh, Cronulla Sharks. Unfortunately, I don't really think that's a super game um, for Captain Nico Hines. 
um, at Amy Park. Um, even though he's familiar with the ground, I think that Melbourne's got to sort of be bouncing back, haven't they? So um, do you own a Munster? Do you own a Meany? Um, you know, Harry Grant, I wish I'd sold him, but I can't now. He's in there and I'm going to have to hold him through the origin period. But he's 50 if he went like a busted. Um, would you go Munster? I don't know. Um, and look, you've got the Bulldogs on the Monday night um, against the Parramatta Eels. Um, you know, if you're one of those ones bringing in a Mitch Moses, for instance, or you you, you hear good news on dill bags, um, you know, I wouldn't mind them as a as a captain as well. Um, where am I going to sort of look? I guess I'm going to probably look at a Cody VC, uh, and I'll probably go into um, yeah. Look, I'm going to probably look at. One of those last two games, I might, you know, look at a, a Melbourne Storm or I might look like a, a Parramatta Eel, um, you know, that I've got in my team as well as my safety pick. You know, probably go Hopgood as well. Um, he, he scores really well and is getting really good minutes if you wanted a safe sort of score um, as well. I don't know if I'd go Gutho. Uh, hopefully that's been okay for you uh, and has helped you, you know, work out, you know, who could be VCable or C. I'm going to be staying off um, Hines this week. Um, I'm going to probably stay off, um, you know, I want to probably stay off every everyone else for a VC outside of, um, you know, the, the Rabbitohs, um, you know, a couple of tough ones there, you know, the Roosters up against Penrith and Melbourne up against the Sharks, you know, it makes it hard, I guess, this week. They'll probably cancel each other out a little bit and be tighter games. Um, trades for me, um, yeah, I'm going to probably be getting rid of Cleary. Um, I'm looking at SJ rather than um, Moses. Um, the reason for that is that it gives me sort of money to upgrade sort of a midi um, to a pretty good player um, for my team, which gives me a stronger lineup for this week. Yeah, um, you know, I'd love to get Moses and have um, all all the buys covered. I'm worried about him um, being picked for origin. So I want to go Sean Johnson and take one buy from him. Sean's been going really well. Um, and look, I was looking at Edwards, who's now got the start. Actually, it looks like like in the, the lock position, but it's going to be someone, his sort of price point, he's 440. Maybe it's a Billy Smith. Maybe it's a Croker. Can I sell Croker? I'm going to go down in Canberra and watch the captain bring up his 300th. Can I be sentimental for Supercoach? Can't be, can I be sentimental and just hold him? I don't know. But anyway, the person I'm looking at bringing in is either Meany or John Bateman. I've got the ability to pick a second row forward or a center. I really like what I've seen from Meany. Um, look, John Bateman obviously covers all the buys from here onwards, so it's probably the smarter move. And they probably have the same sort of ceiling as well. So um, I'm going to have to think between those two players and how the funds work out um, but I want to do the two trades obviously um, Cleary out um, and it's definitely going to be SJ for me I think it's a good enough saving to allow me to do something in my team um, and I want to choose between Johnny Bateman um, and Nick Meany who I've been sad that I haven't owned for the whole year really um, and I would like to have him in the team personally but um, it could be John Bateman time as well um, and like I said all these rounds is hard to um, come up with numbers and the, and the rounds following the buys so maybe the smart thing to do is to get somebody covering both of the you know the final buys um in you know in john bateman but we'll have a think about that um thanks so much guys i know i've been out for a while and haven't done a potty but i just thought um you know there's a lot happening obviously for super coach it's a really important time in the year obviously my pain meds for my back have kicked in as well so it's put me in a slightly better mood um and hopefully you know i i had fun doing this we'll see how i how i'll listen back and see if i sound like i had fun uh, and we'll see how we go for Sunday night. Um, you know, maybe even I'll go live from the old GIO in the Viking clap for you on the socials. But um, looking forward to that. Um, and good luck, these guys, uh, guys, this week for your um, for your super coaching <laughs> results. Kick and chase by Mullins. Kick and chase again by Mullins. This will be a miracle. Oh, it is a miracle. Oh my goodness! You won't see anything like that again this year, and maybe never!